So while you're here, and if you haven't yet signed up for the Clinic Boost Method in whatever way, go to our website, clinicboostmethod.com, get the free case study, and sign up for the patient tracking module. Okay, good morning, Daniel. Yeah, good morning, good. Alex. So we just received an email from our client asking us if we can help with onboarding the employees. Yeah, and she said also about just, in a way, giving an overview of the Clinic Boost Method and how it applies to a... A medical practice yeah, yeah so yeah i'm gonna have to make that video and i thought it'd be a good idea for just putting together a podcast first so for those of you who are not aware of how the clinic boost web method oh, weapons <laughs> methods <laughs> work well they are real weapons as well i'd say but very simply so it is split up into four sections but the core sections are certainly there are only two ways to get new patients yeah. we say marketing and optimize the patient journey the marketing part is the lead flow and there are only six ways to six sources of new patients, which so this is not really important for the new employee because the yeah. marketing is usually handled by a specialist who has some marketing background. But just for those those of you who are listening, don't know them, the six sources of new patients. So we start with the easiest, most efficient, uh, cost wise yeah. first, which is referrals. Then we go on to your lists. Then we go on to partnerships. Then we go on to your own content. Then we go on to outreaches and then finally we go into only then we go into paid marketing and then so what we do with the clinic boost patient journey and this is the thing for the new employee what they need to get into their heads that we of course there are depending on your clinic type many 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 touch points mm -hmm. uh, certainly even in the marketing stage at touch touch points where a potential patient will get in touch with your clinic and then move on to speak to somebody and then move through the stages until they have treatment and then all the aftercare and the follow-ups after that as well. So there could be 20, 30, 40, 50 different touch points. I've actually mapped it out at one conference there was over 200 touch points for one clinic, which is a lot, a lot for a new employee to take on yeah. and to understand exactly where they were. So what we do with clinic books, we focus on new patients only. So mm -hmm. the new patient flow, and we've got it down to five things. You can actually put it down to four, which we tried, mm -hmm. but we've, we've actually put it down to five just to simplify it. And the first two that would actually be the one of the four, if we ever had four, are incoming messages yep. of all kinds and incoming calls of all kinds. On these are new patient messages, new patient calls. And this is where an administrational staff person would come in. They would be yep. answering the messages and they would be answering the calls. The next two stages of the clinic boost method are either handled by doctors or clinic managers, patient managers, treatment coordinators, whatever you call them, but a higher level person who's medically educated or the doctor or a combination of both. So that would be consultation and treatment. Yeah. Yeah. And managing the treatment process. And then this administrational person comes in again at the last point which is trying to get a review or a testimonial from the patient after they've had treatment so let's go through that again so calls uh, messages calls consult treatment referrals the first two calls and messages admin consult treatment patient coordinator or doctor okay. combination of both and finally could be all three of them actually could be doctor patient coordinator or admin staff getting review testimonial that is the simplified new patient journey and 
you know from other podcasts, you can go and listen, but we try to optimize those points so that we get as many people through from message to call, call to consultation, consultation to treatment, and treatment to review. And then once those are fixed, we are increasing the marketing, six sources, mm -hmm. spreading it out. So you have six sources to rely on of constant new patient lead flow. And that is it in a nutshell. And sometimes only like two or three sources is enough to achieve the goals uh, to be fully booked essentially, right? With yeah. High value patients. It would be a good idea to do another possibly podcast on that because I made the mistake with my own clinic. We focused on one patient source, mm -hmm. which was own content. It was very good at getting the website ranking well in Google and managing the communication after that. And naturally, over time, then the referrals started to come. Yeah. But what we're seeing as well in the data clinics we're working with is they are heavily focused still on own content and referrals. Mm -hmm. The other ones in between that are so easy to, you know, to implement and work on, they're just not doing. And I've seen it across the past five, five clinics, you know, I've, I've done reports for this week. Uh, you know, it's, it's really weak. And, and it's dangerous in a way if you rely only on one source, for example, like you exactly, said, your exactly. own content, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's say uh, SEO, you have a very strong presence on Google and Google just changed the algorithm. Exactly. And that actually happened. That right actually in happened in, uh, when was it now, 2019 summer, July. And, you know, I was shocked in the morning when I woke up and no patient inquiries. Yeah. So I was looking, you know, as I looked, I contacted a few other clinics and realized that they had the same. And I looked online and I realized it was a worldwide thing. It happened for all medical clinics of all types throughout the world. And thankfully, we managed to work out a way, a way, of that, a way, a way out of that. But it's the same has happened for Facebook recently. I've heard in the past six months, also for those that rely on paid ads, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, the costs are astronomical. And also the regulations and rules of what you can actually advertise and how mm. you can actually advertise are much stronger now for clinics. Mm. So it's even harder to, to work on that. So yeah, don't, re don't rely on it. Don't yeah, rely yeah, on yeah. it. And this also... Um is happening right now during the pandemic uh, a lot of clinics that were dependent only on international patients are in big trouble right yeah, yeah of course so you not only need to diversify the sources of the patients but you need to di diversify the type of the patient as well yeah so you need to have internationals and local ones as well if you want to stay alive through a crisis like covid yeah, yeah. and just another simple example from from us as well in iceland there was a eruption of a volcano which stopped the flights in Europe for I think it was about two weeks but it was also a big shock for us we were looking at empty chairs for two weeks because we were we were just used to having international patients come in and that was the time when I actually told our we decided for our client to build a local website <laughs> yeah. thankfully which has served us well you know we wouldn't be able to survive COVID today if we didn't have you know local patient base actually set up as well so there are many, many examples of like focusing on patient types, you know, also there may be a new technology that comes out mm -hmm. that wipes out your, your patient base completely because yeah. they're choosing something else. It's, I believe it's a, it's a long process, but in dentist, in the world of dentistry, things with whitening, whitening is more and more available as home will be home kits. And then the, the event of Invisalign, we've talked mm -hmm. a lot to to orthodontic clinics in the past that said, you know, two or three years from now, Invisalign will suddenly work away that you don't even need to visit the, the doctor, the orthodontist. Yeah. You can have it done in your own home and they will just ship you out the, the products and you'll just scan your, scan your mouth with a phone every month. Yeah. So 
that will put a lot of other business. You need to be working on different, and it's it's this applies to all businesses, not medical clinics, but you can very quickly be put out of business by new advances in the market and in new technology. Yeah. yeah. Look at uh, photo processing shops, you know, they used to do the old photo films, yeah, yeah. the post office, post offices, which are, you know, mm. and yeah, even not even business, look at, look at churches now, you know, the amount of churches around the world are actually be, being converted into bars or into luxury homes mm. because, yeah, the, the whole, their customer base is disappearing or changing to a different way. Yeah. So lots and lots of things to think of. This is a longer podcast. Yeah. Uh, onboarding a new person so <laughs> we got a bit lost there on the sidetrack but going back to onboarding a new person help them to understand your patient journey simplify it simple 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 this is one of the core, core tenets of the clinic boost method five stage patient journey is very easy and help them understand where they fit into it whether it's in number one two three four or five make it simple crush the day speak soon bye